Ode to a Lost Explorer. This is a fictional travel blog for the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. All content within this audiobook is copyright 2016-2018 Andreas Constantine. All related No Man's Sky logos and or information included in this novelization are owned by Hello Games. Welcome, interlopers, to the fictitious podcast novelization through the procedurally generated universe of No Man's Sky. Chapter 15, The White Squid. The flight over the space station was short and uneventful. Strange, giant symbols adorned the outside of the station. Most likely a welcome or name. But I had no idea what language they were in, nor what they meant. A fleet of freighters, resembling an armada of sailing ships anchored in a port of call, were parked near the station in perfect formation. On final approach, our flight was taken over by the station's automatic docking system, which landed the hauler safely inside the vast hangar, busy with smaller ships belonging to traders which were coming and going. Trade Envoy Tagiko was waiting for us in the station's main lounge. Tagiko's sharp and narrow eyes dominated the shrewd trader's face, busy calculating, considering, and observing our every move. Around his eyes, his thick skin was puffed up from lack of sleep, and from staring at numbers on his handheld tablet and the monitors around him, all of them displaying trade market prices and commodities. Tagiko was as wealthy as a get could be, dressed in a lavish gold and pearl-colored exosuit. A large spherical headpiece encircled the top part of his head like a crown, most likely concealing some sort of technological wizardry, possibly connected directly to enhance his brain. At least, that was the impression it gave me. Welcome, Ambassador, Tagiko said, bowing to kiss Arya's hand. Good to see you again, Tagiko, she replied. The brief introduction was followed by a long trade discussion between Arya, Kalo, and Tagiko. I sat to one side and eventually closed my eyes while I waited patiently for the talks to end. It lasted for close to an hour and was spoken in Gek, so I understood nothing other than the initial welcome. Finally, the talks concluded with a deal that everyone was happy with. The closing stage involved the exchange of the merchandise for return of Arya's ship which would occur on a planet at an undisclosed location. Where will you go now? Tagiko queried Arya, changing the language from Gek and the subject from trade. I'll tell you when I have my ship, Arya said. Arya and I left with Tagiko in his hauler. Kalo followed in our hauler, piloted by one of Tagiko's associates. We were seated in the back of each hauler, our view of the outside obscured. Certain events are indicators. Arya began. Yours and mine seem to share a commonality that isn't easily brushed aside with consequence. I wasn't sure what she was trying to say. She noticed my uncertainty. We are what we are from the memories we share, from the experiences we live. What are we, if not what we observe and absorb? In turn, I noticed a weariness in her voice. The hollers had penetrated the atmosphere and were on a landing vector. I turned to Arya and dared to ask, who are you, really? 
Her eyes flashed at my question. The weariness was replaced by irritation. I could sense her trying to process an answer. She only said, A beginning and an end. The haulers dove towards a small, dark opening in the face of a mountain. I caught a glimpse of the world we were on. Cold, blue, ice and snow, before it suddenly went dark. The aperture was so large it swallowed both haulers. We landed inside a large cavern within the mountain, where a base illuminated with floodlights and hidden deep inside the cave had been built in the dark hollow against the rock wall. The haulers took up two of the four parallel landing pads. The third was empty, and the fourth was occupied by an odd, white, squid-shaped starship, Arya's ship. It was freezing as we left the haulers and made our way into the subterranean base where hot soup was waiting for us. The four of us sat around a table which had a direct view of the outside cavern and started eating the soup. The floodlight's glow radiated across the cavern's ceiling, revealing bizarre formations of inflamed orange rock and stalactites in blue. Strange little red orbs floated in midair, moving slowly along the icy air currents until they finally disappeared deeper into the cave's maze of tunnels. The conversation continued from where it had left off, aboard the space station. Arya insisted they no longer talk in Gek due to my presence, and since trade was no longer the discussion on the table. Sir Ambassador, Tagiko's eyes narrowed into a smile if you can call a fixed beak quivering along with his eyes a smile. Now that you have your white squid back, what next? Arya did not hesitate to answer. The center. We're heading for the center. A very long way, but I spend so much energy to get to center. Nothing there but my souls. Friends should stay away. Stay here with Tikiko. Only death at center. Darkness swallow friends. I noticed Kalo fidgeting nervously. Arya took his hand and held it firmly, trying to calm him down. You can come with us. You are more than welcome, Tagiko. We don't want to leave any of our friends behind. Arya said. No thank you, Arya. Tagiko said. I have good life. Nothing more to wish for. Have everything a girk could want. Wealth. Good food. Happiness and sadness. If one comes, let it come. If time to go, then to go go. So be it. He chirked while lifting a spoonful of soup up to his mouth. Kalo had already finished his soup and was looking outside at the white squid. It was a huge starship, bigger than a hauler and very alien, very organic in design compared to any other ship I had seen. Kalo turned to Tagiko and nervously laughed. There are lost souls. <laughs> Others, I don't know. Tagiko only hear rumors of ships getting too close to Dark Center. Eaten by darkness, only souls left haunt the darkness with cries and curses of Go back, go back, they say. When you're too close to the center. I could see this discussion was making Kalo worse. Just tails to keep the curious away. That's all. Arya said, still holding Kalo's hand. We're not afraid of the darkness. It's not the first time I've faced the darkness with the white squid. Later, Tagiko said, turning to Arya. He looked worried as his eyes met hers. 
you, you still need help to go to center. Even with widescreen, it takes very, very long time. Too many dangers, too many risks. But there might be a better way. He removed a small object from his pocket. Here, take this, Tagiko said, passing a small chip into her hands. This will show way to hidden space station. Station appear as anomaly, but safe. Go there and ask to speak with priest. Tell him Tagiko sent you. He will help you reach the center fast. How a priest was going to help us reach the center? I had no idea. Arya took the chip without asking any further questions. I watched as she connected the chip to a small opening in her sleeve. The chip slipped in and disappeared as the opening closed. Her eyes moved up from her wrist and fell on us. No one spoke as we watched her. And then, suddenly, she stood up to leave. Time to go. We don't want to leave those poor, lost souls waiting. Are you a No Man's Sky fan, player, enthusiast, or just a fan of space fiction? Well, please enjoy this audiobook now, subscribe to the channel, or visit the actual novelization written by Andres Constantine at ode2alostexplorer.wordpress.com. Until the next time, keep exploring, interlopers.